Hey all, welcome back to the show. This time we have Carmen Olios Camero with her feet on the ground in Madison. She tells us about what it's like to be at the games behind the scenes and she may or may not tell us where the games will be next year. You'll have to listen to find out, could it be in Europe or not? Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast, taking you inside the minds of Europe's best CrossFit athletes and the people behind them. Hi girls, hi, hi girls, because they're not guys, hi girls, <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. It is Europe is Coming, it is Sunday afternoon-ish, and it's Vicky McLeod and Rumsey, and this time we have with us Carmen Oleas Camero, who is the operations manager for the program, and she is sitting outside in Madison, in the, uh, in the outside that very nice athlete hotel, with a coffee in her hand, looking like a badass. Welcome Carmen, thank you for getting up early for us. Thank you, guys. I'm, I'm I'm waking up really early every morning, so it's it's better to see you than rather than being running around. <laughs> I'm so happy to see you, Carmen. I I know that it's a stressful week for for everybody, and the reason we've got you on is firstly because you're a rock star, but secondly because I would like to talk about what is going on behind the scenes for, outside of the actual events, because so much business happens that people never see. So I wanted to ask, as the operations manager and also as representation for the athletes, what do you have typically have to do during a week at the Games? Um, so basically, as you know, um, John is the head coach. And he takes his, in this uh, Games, he's taking care of Moritz. We have other we have other coaches that were taking care of the other athletes. Um, so my main role here, apart of helping everyone to just be wherever they need to be or have whatever they need to have, is to to take care that the brand is also present everywhere. It's not only um, to be at the actual games, also be at activations, talking to people, talking to brands, so we can build um, the foundations for the for this uh, season that is coming. And um, that comes with having meetings, having coffees, uh, inviting people to, to dinner, or just um, going to the vendors and introducing ourselves, introducing the crown. Um, like let people know there is something in Europe that is building up and that it's good so we can have um, contacts for the rest of the season and also if we can help other brands to come to Europe we are super open with that um, and that's my main role here. What When you say activations what do you mean by that? So, for example, we had two activations with GoWalk at uh, Big Dane. Do you remember those? Uh, oh, yeah, I remember them. Babe. Yeah, so those, yeah they, they're super fun. The people have a, have a really cool experience with, with us being coached by John and Chris in this case. And it's about being there, being with GoWalk, uh, having a blast. Uh, but I'm just going to jump in here. So for everyone listening, activations are basically like community workouts led by important people in the exactly. community correct yeah, yeah. yes basically activating okay. a brand and giving oh, okay okay because manu kept saying activation i was like what are you talking about sounds like a like a <laughs> transformation no, thing. Exactly. No, no, it's, it's a weird that. word if you don't know the t- terminology it's a bit like you know like it's like an insider word for sure yeah, and it's also a really games thing huh? we don't really activate in europe hmm it's a, it's a games thing. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, it's basically that. Did you give away a lot of free T-shirts again this year? 
Yeah, we did. We did. They were they weren't as nice as uh, last year. I think uh, John chose the colors. Oh, and they were a bit wintry. This is last year color actually. Because Carmen and I were um, at the games together last year. We we shared a, a room and and basically also shared a bed for the week because there were <laughs> yeah. there was too many people in one room, wasn't there, Carmen? But it was a uh, we had a really amazing f- first games experience together, and you hustled like crazy because you were it was your first games nobody knew who you were you hadn't established yourself in the community what's the difference between this year and last year for you it's huge to be to be honest it's huge um just for a just for a comparison just for just for that like last year i was sitting on the top of the coliseum like like I had the wall here. I had the, the wall of the Coliseum in my back. And I couldn't watch any event, really. I, I think in the Coliseum, I think I only watched Jacqueline lifting the sandbag, which was, you know, where mm. I had to be. But uh, this year, I'm in the, I'm in the finish line. Ooh. So it's, it is it is wow. a huge, you know, and I was it was like a guest pass from CrossFit. And I, I do really appreciate uh, CrossFit taking a bit of care about um, agents this year because we... We do hustle a lot. It seems like it's just having meetings and having coffee with people and having beers and having fun. But I was, yeah, it, it is a lot of work. It's a lot of uh, talking, a lot of being everywhere. So I do really appreciate the being being able to enjoy really good seats for watching the athletes and, and experiencing the games in in other in other ways. You know, so it was that for me that was a huge thing. Can you see any difference between? the um, Justin Berg games and the now Dave Castro Bosman games. Can you, is there a different ambience? Is there a different feel? Something that someone it's inside the warm up, inside the briefings, inside the actual athlete. So who tells you better than me? I know people get, ex- get excited when they see Castro around and he will just be faced. Uh, bumping everyone, so everyone is happy for him to be here. But um, as I am outside that, I, I don't know if I can tell you. If I can tell you, I mean, I'm happy that it is. That it is like, you know what I mean. But I don't know if I can tell you, everyone. Tell us about um, what you do for the athletes during the week. Have you had to? I, I know that some agents are like taking their athletes clothes to the laundry, organizing food for them, all that sort of thing. Okay. What do you have to do? <laughs> well, athletes are quite they're quite organized. Yeah, the you don't really need to be like if I have to do it, I'll, I'll do it. I'm major help, you know. And I still have, um, they still have to be concentrating on, on the events and everything. But it's basically like if they need grips at some point because they broke theirs, I will get them grips. I got food uh, ready for them to when they arrive so they could have food at the, the hotel and they had everything covered in terms of nutrition. Um, if they need a lift to the venue because they need to warm up a bit too, if they need to. Although we have a lot of cars this year and I didn't have to, to be driving anyone. I just had my car to be whatever I need to be for the events I had. So that was easy. And also having a coach for every athlete that made a lot of big difference for me. But yeah, it's basically being there, of course, supporting them, 
being in their corner. I think I think everyone likes when they have a big team behind them, um, and they care about about them. You know, so yes, very important. How how is Ella f- after being cut yesterday? Ella, Ella is good. Ella, Ella has a really strong uh, mindset. Um, she she was really happy about this key bag event. Yeah, you know, a top fight. Yeah, a top fight finish. Um, it was bittersweet, but I think it was sweeter. So, so she knew that she it was a really rough games for her. Um, the events were not her best. I know she would have done great the weightlifting event yesterday, for example. Yeah, but the cuts are the cuts, mm. and, and it is what it is. So, so she's happy. She really wants to come back, which is the main uh, thing. And uh, she she has her brother here. They were having fun yesterday, visiting vendors, doing shopping, enjoying the band. So now the rest is for her is to enjoy and think about coming back next year. You know that coming to the games once is not as hard as coming to the games twice. So she needs to be focused on that decision and think about what she wants to do in terms of competing in the off-season and just enjoy herself because she really deserves it. I'm going to, sorry, jump in right quickly. Um, we talked a lot about the cuts. We talked it from like a coach perspective, from an athlete perspective. What's your opinion mm. from a manager perspective? Because I think there is some insight you can also give here that... Well, I think cuts are, are not what the sport needs. Especially not, when you have, well, not. it's not what the sport exactly. Yeah, it's not what the sport needs. Especially when you have ESPN and people from all over the world watching athletes from all every country. You know, like it, it makes a difference. And there is people here that fought a lot for coming for their first games, and you're just giving them a day of competition. So it's um. And also, of course, the thing that with the workouts, that we'll, I think we will talk about it later, but you are giving running, cycling, full gymnast, the specialist workout on the first days, and you're not letting people prove themselves on the on the following ones. So that is a big thing. But then in terms of management, well, it's always it's always nice to say that your athletes are on top 20. Um, so with the rankings, mm-hmm. now it's going to be different. But you know that some contracts with we have performance bonuses. So sometimes being mm-hmm. a top ten and being a top fifteen is completely different for the athlete because it's completely different from the brand, for the brand to say that they have a top ten games athlete exactly. rather than having a top fifteen one. So sometimes. Um, performing better and placing higher on the table it's better in terms of money but then if a brand likes an athlete and if they have a good relationship with the athlete and they support them i know brands uh, will be completely fine with an athlete placing top 30 and placing top i'm just gonna keep on keep on what you said i think also because you're getting cut, athletes don't get to showcase some of their better events, which then mean, you know, think of if Jacqueline got cut for before the sandbag event. Even if she doesn't do, a, you know, the best placement of her life, that's a huge exposure 
for the sport because you're like, look at what yeah. athletes can do, even despite what you would think they'd be able to do. And for whatever brand that decides to, you know, strike yeah. up a deal with her. So I just think it's bad also money-wise yeah, yeah, for you're, everyone. You're completely right. Content-wise and also like for, for yeah, there's like Jacqueline got a lot of recognition after, after that event. You know, there was, there was people approaching her in Madrid um, asking her about the event. Uh, yeah, there was a lot mm. of memes going on. <laughs> so, <laughs> there were even stickers, was, even stickers going on. <laughs> it's true. Uh, <laughs> so that was huge for her. And that you're right. Um, you're right. See, cats can 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 get you out of that location. Um, yeah. I mean, I do. I do understand that in other in other sports there is playoffs, for example, like you just. Yeah, but there's not one like I'm thinking. Yeah, of course, in tennis or other sports, mm. there is rounds and you get cut. But there's so many. There's not one event a year where you're spending your entire year's career just focusing on that to then. Be and also, cut we after we two also days. had our own cuts, our own playoffs before coming to the games. You know, like quarterfinals, semi semifinals are that. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully they will realize and they will they will they will be looking towards. Um, not doing cuts the next years on the next four resolutions, new places, probably bigger stadiums, more people to watch. And that, it's also for the spectators, you know, they are paying a lot of money, a lot of money mm-hmm. to have a seat at the Coliseum and in North Park. And you're just, uh, just uh, taking away. Yeah. You're taking away the, minutes of yeah. entertainment for them. And I'm sure a lot of people there are there to cheer for someone that's maybe competing, and then you're gonna cut them after six events. That's uh, yeah. Oh. It, yeah, from my from my point of um, like meeting brands and stuff, there is super small brands coming here to the games to support the athletes, and then they get cut. So it's like, mm. like LES from Chen is here. And uh, he's the sponsor mm-hmm. for three games athletes. One of them being Ella, and you know, getting Ella cards and seeing that it's it's a bit sad. But, yeah. Business decisions. I mean, I, I don't understand. I don't know what the um, the general kind of line is from CrossFit, but I assume it's to do with the broadcast that there's the cuts. But yeah. from our point of view, we we were talking yesterday, saying that it's to kind of add extra stress. It kind of adds extra urgency. Improving the storytelling, but at the same time, it's mean. Yeah, and also for the athletes, you know, you don't fight for the points, for every point was hard from the first day or from the first event, that when you are, you know, that you might get caught. So it it is rough for them, you know, Mm. like it is, it is a thing. It's a roller coaster of emotions and moving dates all day. This year was huge. So, yeah. Okay, let's talk about the events of Saturday. We had the 5K, then the intervals, and then the Olympic total. Um, Rumsey and I both very badly predicted the the winners of the 5K. You, Rumsey went with Emma Lawson, and I went with Jamie Simmons. We were both completely forgot about Emily Rolfe. <laughs> See, <laughs> and later on, I, I texted her. I was like, I forgot to say Emily Rolf, and then uh, it was too late, really, because he'd already sent out the episode. <laughs> but well, she, of course, she was going to win that. She's a shoo in. And Yella Hoster 
What a, yeah, a what a great yeah, year he's yeah, having. His rookie year. Yeah. He's an animal though, pushing people yeah, out of the way and just like going for it. Yeah, yeah, looks really strong and he's also a really nice kid. Yeah. Um yeah, he pushed, mm-hmm. he pushed yeah. yesterday. It was it was awesome. Um I'm gonna give a special shout out to Yale. We I had the opportunity to meet him in Berlin um, after the semifinals once he qualified, and I was there with a big group of Italian people, and he just assimilated with us. He joined our party all of a sudden, and since then I have all these like really Tuscan Italian people, and they're all cheering for him. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. go Yale, bring in the Italian crowd, like Italian strong. He's like. Nothing to do with Italy, but he's our adopted <laughs> kid now. So I'm Italy really happy to see him do well. Kid, no? Yeah, him and Moritz are our new, you know, we're t- since we don't have any Italian guy this year, they're our Italian <laughs> favorites. Well, that, that's, that's that's a really cool thing from the sport, that, that you get to know the yeah. people that is competing here somehow. Uh, I mean, like, I've got a really good friend of mine from years ago. Uh, that I played rugby with Carmen, and she was competing in masters. Mm-hmm. And you know, just to see that, yeah, it was. Awesome. Wow. I was the one that told her about joining CrossFit, and she was like, "No, I'm not." Jo-. She was doing powerlifting. So imagine, <laughs> I told her, "Carmen, do CrossFit. You're gonna have fun." And um, here she is. And here she is at the, the games. games. Crazy. That's games. A great story. Yeah. How did she do? She did. She did really well. She placed seventh. Oh, good girl. You know, there was there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of. Um, uh, level in the 35-39 division. There is a lot of uh, OGs there. Mm. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's a stacked yeah, uh, category. Yeah. So, but for her, it was awesome to be here and to and to come. You know, it was a dream of her. So super happy for her. I noticed in the Masters there aren't so many Europeans uh, that get the opportunity to go. That does seem to be dominated by American um, athletes, so the older you get, the more likely you are to be like from the states. I think, I think master is what hard division to to go, especially thirty five, thirty nine, or the like closest to the elite category, because it's ten athletes going, and you have the OGs too. Samantha Briggs yeah. been there. Like, would you imagine being beating Samantha Briggs? So it's just, it's just of course she's super fit, so it doesn't really matter if she's a master anymore. For example, Sam Dancer, he said... Sam yeah. Dancer. Wow. Yeah, he, he wants, wants to return. return. I'm so excited So, so that. imagine how fit he is, that he feels that he can come back to the individuals and do, and do well after Masters. So he felt um, it wasn't enough for him. So, yeah, Masters is a mm-hmm. rough division. The, yeah, um, I think that with, when you look at people like... Um, Sam Dancer, who's 35, 36 coming up now. And then you look at some of the young guys, like it's got, it takes quite a lot of um, confidence to think that you can compete against them. But then he's got that what he doesn't have, what he maybe doesn't have in youth, he has in experience. And in the end, the experience is really going to be very helpful for him. I mean, I wonder if he's looking at people like Velna and being inspired by him, because Velna, even though he's not had the greatest of mm-hmm. games, won the intervals. No, but he's a consistent athlete. You mm-hmm. know, he's always there. He's always on top of the table. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like um, Fikowski, Berner, even Noah Olsen, uh, BKG. There's people with 10 games. 
attend the games. Yeah. That is a lot, that is a lot of games and, uh, all the girls, no? But, um, but yeah, you say like sometimes I don't think it's about how strong you are, how young you are, how much you can lift or run. It's about being consistent. This is probably, it's about being consistent. Um, mental, mental strength yeah. takes a huge part. So. And I actually think it's a lot about actually enjoying the training. When when you're a young athlete, you're a lot of times you're in it for the external mm-hmm. validation. And there's a whole internal process that goes through. And that's where you see a lot of athletes drop out or, you know, they might get one year to the games and they want to return, but they lack really enjoying the process. Whereas a master's athlete or a more experienced athlete really knows what their why and that's really important something that shouldn't be like no you're dead right yeah yeah, or even like not prioritizing maybe like pure uh, training like i need to lift a lot i need to run a lot i need to Mm -hmm. go to gymnastics but maybe like prioritizing access accessorized work recovery or sleeping or nutrition which is super important Uh, makes a difference you know knowing what you need to eat knowing what you need to recover and what you need to do first day of the games after this after that i was speaking with jacqueline yesterday about how important to eat a lot is most of eating after workouts because they are mm. all super stressed and um, and they don't feel like that but how important it is to just like even have a burger uh, to put calories in mm-hmm. your body and not a lot of athletes know about that, and not a lot of athletes take that into consideration. That makes a huge difference of maybe going through one more day or not, because you will not recover. What do you think about the performance uh, of Emma Lawson, Carmen? Isn't she absolutely amazing? She's really, she's really good. She's, and I think she's been really fantastic. That's that that like came her. across to me last year how humble she was mm-hmm. and how sweet she, she is. is. Yeah, she's just she's silent on her corner doing her job, and I think she's gonna be quite good at this um, today's event. The the new one that they. Uh, she's a very yeah, good and then the looks. if she's quick uh, with the samba, I can't re- I can't really remember seeing her with a samba, uh, but she's also tall, so that is gonna be good for her. For this workout, uh, I think she's going to crush this event, and it's going to be a really cool event to watch. I was thinking, as I was looking at the leaderboard, how surprising actually how everything's shaking down. Nobody would have predicted, I think, the way that maybe Roman. Yeah, maybe we could have said Roman was going to be at the top, but it's been a very interesting games because it hasn't been the people that we thought were going to dominate dominating. It's really t- changed a lot. But that, that that's always that, that has been happening for a couple of years now, no? You you don't really expect it's like I don't know. I mean Justin well, Tia Yes and no. We got used to that, that exactly. Exactly. We got used to that. Froning winning. We got used to Matt always winning. And then once it was always Froning, then it was always Matt. And then we're like, is it gonna be Justin yeah. again for like the next four years? I think what surprised me is Justin, it's not that he's not going to be first this year is that how far out he is and seeing him on the floor it just seems like something mm. is not right no like it's he, not he, just he got, you are not prepared looks something is yeah, off. yeah well i don't know if you know guys but uh, 
he fell he fell from the bike on the first event yeah we mm. saw the bruises so we're all here wondering is he gonna like if something more deep is going on physically that he's not talking about and he's just championing it through but uh, it's been mm. rough watching from home Les, um, did you watch the lifting event Carmen? yeah yeah I was there I was, I was there it was awesome what was the atmosphere like Oh, it was so cool. I mean, it was it was really really cool. It was uh, just um, people getting up of their seats to to um, cheer up athletes. It was super cool. They were cheering Moritz a lot. They were cheering Fabi a lot. Yeah, cool. They were, um, yeah, it was really cool. And it was nice that yeah, they were lifting next to each other. They're really, well. they, they are um, they're really similar athletes, but they get along super well. And they are both Europeans, so it's always nice to have that support. You know, it was like exactly. Annie and Catherine giving hugs to each other during the, the lift games. It's nice to have someone to, to rely on when you are that stressed and you are, I, I can't imagine how it has to be to, to be lifting in front of thousands of people because the Coliseum was packed. There was not a single seat. That's uh, really good free. news. It is really good news. I remember in 21, it was the first big event with like people that i went to after covid and okay at first it was a bit traumatizing but i remember there was a, there was a similar uh, lifting event they had to snatch and i just remember being in the middle of the crowd and thinking if someone told me with like this amount of cheering going on to just go and run straight through a wall <laughs> i would do it like i would have the energy to do that it's uh so I can't imagine like being on the floor. I'm glad they did it with this format, which allows the athletes to kind of enjoy the moment for a second, take it in. And it's also I'm pissed that they cut athletes though and didn't give everyone this opportunity. The pressure yeah, because it was a fast event. It, even though it was a lifting event and there was two attempts, it was a really fast one. It it, it felt short mm. actually. I was going to say yeah. that the, the, the fact they only had two opportunities to lift for each of the lifts was like that's not olympic lifting you get three goes but it was um yeah if you had to cut them to three then give yeah. them all three lifts or make all yeah, three lifts. It, it was quite quick it didn't take that long to do and it was cool to watch exactly and it was great it was to watch uh, so so cool to watch <laughs> moritz doing his thing but um yeah that guy he was cold huh? the, he was cold he was cold. He was like super oh, cold. Oh, right. Uh, not oh, cold, yeah, yeah. physically cold. He was like cold no, in his no, head. No, 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 no. Yeah, cold. Yeah, <laughs> like mindset cold. Let's talk about the top yeah. lifts. Uh, Farlow guy. He can stay. Farlow <laughs> is wow. impressive. And, and then I saw he's 21 years old. Like he yeah. has the face yeah. of a baby. But he does not have the body of a child. He's 21 years yeah, old. Are you yeah. kidding me? That kid is strong. That wow. Kid is head of a strong. And when he was interviewed afterwards, he was like, really like, yeah, you know, I was okay. Like, there was, it was no kind of no, like emotion. No, 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 no. And did you guys see the shoes he was lifting in? Everybody, you know, had like their SPDs, knee sleeves, their lifting shoes. And this guy looked like he got like the used up shoes that you have in the back of your car. If you need to go on a hike or something, they're like ran to the ground. He was what lifting was he in those. Like, I could, he was, he was on the other possible? side of the... I, I couldn't tell the brand, but it looks like, you know that Nike has that kind of walking shoe that is made of like soft, uh, 
uh, it's I don't think they were Nikes, but I will look up the picture. They just really look like just a random pair of shoes that you would use to walk around, not lifters out, and they look ruined. Like, like well, some people I mean, have if that, like, if that well, works. This guy's got something him, going on. Over it. I mean, like, exactly, Ramsey. Great some people have him. lucky pants. Maybe he has lucky shoes. Okay, yeah, lucky lifting shoes. <laughs> and then Laura for the women. There was never a doubt, was there? Wow. Never a doubt. She's extreme, no. extremely impressive. I, I just loved how she put on all those kilos and she yeah. just didn't need to. It was just, uh, oh, you guys thought I, I couldn't? Yeah, yeah, no, watch this. And um, I loved also when she screamed, let's go at the end. Because after watching Kristoff um, lift and do heavy lifts for like years, they ha- kind of do the same thing. He says, well, let's fucking go. <laughs> but it's very similar. I was like, it was just nice to see that mirrored yeah. in the siblings. I, I can't imagine what kind of weekend Kristoff's having, to be honest. I always feel very sorry for him because he's like stuck Ooh. between a rock and a hard place, isn't he? Brother to Laura Horvath, yeah. girlfriend, uh, boyfriend um, to Gabby Magawa. It's always difficult for him, I think, to. Uh, but thank God they're friends. So, yeah, and Gabby. Wow, talk about moving day from thirteenth to fifth. She made some moves. It was nice to see her pull off. I would call it a Patrick Velner. She looked very comfortable as well, top, didn't she? So. Doing her lifts. I saw an interview with yeah. her afterwards. It said that um, she she said that she'd chosen not to go too heavy. <laughs> so she said, I still got quite a good yeah. school. So I was like, yes. I mean, it was really heavy lifts, but I understand the decision. It made sense for her and her strategy. I just wish one day I we get to see Gabby go heavy because she usually is very conservative in competition and she doesn't really need to go heavier than that. But I'd be very curious mm. what numbers she can pull off. So we're down to 20. It's Sunday. It's Sunday morning for uh, our Carmen. She's yawning her face off, drinking her coffee. Um, we only know one of the events for today, which is a muscle, it's called the Muscle Up Log. It's going to be a cool one. Who have we got for that? Very cool. Yep. Lawson. Lawson. And for the boys? Uh, I didn't see, yeah, Lawson definitely for, I didn't see how tall the, the logs are. I think that can also kinda, be a, tall. you know, at least for the, for the variable, the demo team. It seemed tall, and um, yeah, I love that video. Is, and, uh, is it the same log as they had last year? You know, when they're jumping over logs and sand bales. Yeah, um, yeah not yeah, sand bales, straw bales. Yeah, I know which one you mean, but I I don't know if they're using the same one. Because I, I can't I can't tell you. Um, and then for the guy, the Polsky. Hmm. I don't know. Mm. I don't know how quick he is. He's got an advantage mm, with but... it. With the height, with the height, I, I don't know. Again, I would think Valner because of the yeah. gymnastics background. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But Justin, Justin could do really okay. well. If, if I don't I, know. I would really want to te- say Justin as well as you mentioned, but I'm like, I really don't want to put my money no. on Justin on right now because God knows mm. what's going on there. He seemed better than yesterday, though. Not better yeah. than yesterday, the day before yes. yesterday. The day before yesterday, he was white, but uh, he seems better. So hopefully, he will he will recover, and we we will see. But it's going to be a really fun one to watch. 
it's yeah. talking of mm. fun to watch though guys i'm going to say that i want to ask you a question which is are we in any way disappointed with the events of the crossfit games because from my point of view i haven't seen any showstoppers there's not been like the big oh my god there hasn't been that really standout event for me that's made me think that's so exciting and I just wonder, do you feel the same way or am I just looking to have be more entertained? You can go on, Ramsey, if you want. You know, I understand from an under entertainment point of view, uh, we didn't, you know, I love the year they had the obstacle courses. That looks always amazing. Having an off-site event is great. What I'm looking at more is, is this programming, uh, you know, well thought out? Is it a comprehensive testing of fitness? And honestly, as it is right now, I'm not really happy with uh, what they tested and how they tested it. I think both how they distributed the workouts from the beginning to the cuts was uh, not ideal if you want to be fair in how you cut people. But I also feel like... I don't know. There's was uh, it, it's still the programming, especially the first two days, kind mm-hmm. of favored bigger athletes. There wasn't that much, you know. Even where the gymnastics was involved, you still had an advantage if you were a bigger athlete, both with the alpaca and the pigs. The running was okay. The the uh, Helena was more, you know. Uh, uh, it gave a little bit more CrossFit, more average size, more gymnasty. But again, handstand walks, you don't necessarily have to be a classic CrossFit athlete. We saw Michelle, Danielle Brandon isn't a smaller gymnasty athlete. She's just very, she's extremely good at the skill of handstand walking. Um, so would I love to see a showstopper? Yes. Would I prefer to see two more events that give a little bit more... Uh, balance to how the programming is that's so what, what would I'm you say to. And what I'm would you say you're missing to, yeah. what, what, Sorry, what, what should we have more of today to balance out what we've already had in the last three days for me it's not crossfit I would what did like you say Carmen more, yeah, more, crossfit. more classic. classic crossfit or even like uh, I'm missing water a lot yeah it's quite surprising mm. that I don't know if, if this is, this has been the first year without water since California Mm. So I, I was making water, more CrossFit. You know, it's more like you have the running, which obviously the best runners are gonna are gonna win. But it's a five k. It's always nice to see like how far you are from the elite athletes and how far, how how fast they can run and stuff. But you have the run, you have the gymnastic uh, skill course, you have the cycling. Uh, so it's quite a for specialists, really. But then, as you say, I'm missing more kind of like classic CrossFit workouts. The alpaca is a nice one, but I think it's a balanced one because you have the, um, the like the, the push, there's the sled the push climbs. and the rope climbs to, yeah. to just balance it. Uh, but then, for example, I'm missing more like chaos. Mm. Or mm-hmm. the... But like even a friendly frown or the basically the actual crossfit so far were Helena and the intervals, which Helena have nothing to complain about. Loved it honestly. The intervals, 
it was a lot about you know pain but it was also there's kind of some mm. skill involved some if you're a bit taller athlete you do have a slight advantage mm. on it with both the pre box jump overs and the rowing um so it's like i wanted more crossfit yeah, or even or even this inside. one that we're gonna watch today i think i think this is a really cool workout for everyone for mm. athletes to test and i think this workout is going to be the favorite one of a lot of athletes and for spectators to watch so i think that test the first days will be an awesome one to to see but yeah i'm missing more like og crossfit you know maybe like do you remember this first one, the first cut one on the 2019? Running, overhead squats, rock climbing. Yeah. That was pure crossfit. Where the fuck Once. are the barbells? That's a good point. Yeah, barbells, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We didn't, exactly. We didn't have one barbell mm. cycling workout. What's like, happening? That's what I mean. What's no. I'm not, not even dumbbells. It, it's not it, that we have really... We have really exactly. It's all been odd no, objects. No. That's why I'm saying I think it favors bigger athletes a lot because of that. Even if, you know, you're a small athlete, you can be very, you know, we saw Elisa Fuliano. She did amazing. She's one of the smaller athletes on the floor and she's amazing on the lifting. But you give her a pig and just because of the levers, it's going to be a way harder to move it, even though she's mm. quite a strong person. You put a barbell in there and some barbell cycling. It's also somewhat, something we can all relate to. We all did some form of barbell cycling in a class at a workout. Yeah. We know how much it sucks. Or even sandbags. You know, you, you give you give Ella a sandbag and she perfectly knows how to handle a sandbag. And, and she proved it. But then a pig or this kind of like odd object. I mean, it's not... not com- I don't think we're complaining. I think we're just like putting the... the what we think about these events is quite... I think it's important to be objective about how the programming is done because a lot of times people will then judge the athletes in their performance when the reality is unless you're Tia Toomey or Matt Fraser everybody's gonna dominate a little bit do a little bit better or a little less based on what the programming is and we're looking for the most balanced athlete but if the programming is not balanced you're not actually going to get that result yeah. in the end that's exactly what i think john is going to say when we when we talk to him about it as well was, don't fall do you guys want to say hi to don't fall <laughs> john, take notes. Um, don't fall oh is it don't fall go doorstep him yeah. oh hey john oh. i've met him <laughs> hey yeah, I don't think it has so much to do with the programming. But I met Don Fall no. at Berlin. He was a an, an impressive. He, he's, he's a cool, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I met him. Um, I met him this year too. He's quite impressive. Um, I didn't have the best uh, impression of Eric Rosa, so if well, he's better yeah, than him, we're off to a good start. So, Carmen, I have a, another question for you. Um, we oh. asked this same question to Jack the other day. Um, now that the the news that the next year's games isn't going to be at Madison, has is there any whispers about where it's going to be? Yeah, but I can't tell you. <gasps> you know? No, no, will, no! Will, you I know? Will tell you, oh my god! I will tell you offline. Okay. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> That's so. But I can. I can tell you. We have an insider on the tell, ground. I can tell you something. Is it in America? It's- can you give the listeners it's like It's not going to be in Europe. Like it's something very... Mm. We knew that. We, we kind of knew that. I, but it's going to yeah. be USA. 
Ramsey wants blink okay. twice. Take your sunglasses off, please, Carmen, because we need you to blink now as we go through all the cities. We think it can be. <laughs> Ramsey wants no, it to be in Denver. I, okay, I think there's. I mean, I think, no, no, I think no, they're um, announcing it uh, tonight after the last event. Well, then you can tell us now. Surely, yeah, yeah, I will tell you now. I'll tell you now. I, I'm going to tell you a completely different city, though. Oh, that's not very fair, fair of you. Come on, we need to play Alaska. great Alaska. <laughs> polar bears. I don't even know there are polar bears in Alaska. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, find that's, that polar that's, bear for time. Okay, so uh, who have we got to win? Who's going to win the whole thing, guys? Roman. Roman. And for the girls? I think Emma's going to hang on. I think it's I think not. You know, I've really, I don't want to. But for the guys, it seems a bit more set in stone. There still Je- can be some. I've got to say, Jeffrey Adler has around. made some serious games. I really, I really like him. What I really a dude! Like and I love how yeah. kind of calm he is, and he's like not a showboater. He's just getting on with the job. And I really yeah. think he just yeah on the lifting basically he was like okay i'm just gonna do mm. the numbers that i need and i'm not even if it looks easy i'm not gonna do anything heavier it's like yeah it takes a special kind mm. of person to i really like, like i really that. like the type of athletes um, just the ones that fly under the radar and they're not just mm. like this mm, present if you know what i mean he's just doing his job and he knows what mm-hmm. he has to do i really like that kid he's quite impressive and for the girls guys i mean Emma does have a good lead, and I was really impressed with her on the lifting. But I think it's hard to judge, especially for the girls, until we don't mm. know the rest of the workouts. Laura did seem really hungry yesterday, and if it's good workouts for her, I'm really looking forward to her hunting. She did the same thing last year, didn't she? She hunted and hunted and hunted because she was not quite uh, far back uh. at some points as well. So. You can't mm-hmm. write her off. Yeah, I really wanted to see an European podium this year. I thought it was possible. Yeah, but me too. It's not going to happen. No. Not got long to wait. At least we got Canada. Yeah, it's cool. South Park's going to love that. <laughs> okay, Carmen, thanks so much for joining us today. Really, really, really Thank happy to see you. Um, I'm sorry that you're missing your dog so much, and I'm sure that you'll be, you'll be un- reunited soon. When she come back? Yeah. When you're coming back to Spain? We come we come back on uh, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Are you f- say Wednesday? I, I don't know. Really. Today is Sunday. I, I know that my flight is at 8.30. Yeah, today is Sunday. <laughs> I know my flight is at 8.30 that I'm going to sleep a lot there. And then the next morning I will arrive in uh, Paris and Madrid and we'll take a train and see my dog. That's all I know. I don't know if that's going to be on Wednesday or it's going to be on Tuesday. Are you going to be Time at zones are, for me? I'm really bad at them. Are you going to be at the Madrid Championship? Yeah, of course I will. Yeah, Who have yeah, you got I going? I've, um, I'm not sure yet. I am not sure yet, but just you know, it's a super easy train from Sevilla. Yeah. So just for like hanging around and see a couple mm. of people, but there is there is um, uh, a lot of brands going, uh, though. But we might have athletes going and competing. I can't tell you because we are not sure yet and. Uh, it's about the off season, really. Mm. And it's not. It's not something that mm-hmm. I have any any part to take on, really. But uh, but yeah, we might have uh, people competing, and I can tell you that teams are gonna be super cool to watch this year in Madrid. Oh yes, because really, there there's uh. a, there is 
people coming from the States doing teams. Yeah. And I will tell you offline that are going to be wow. a spectacle there. It's going to be a cool one. I know yeah, Noah really and cool Chandler one. Smith are coming. Yeah, for example, that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going. And I'm going to hunt him Chandler Smith and pin him to the ground and hug him because I think he's terrific. You can stay at mine, uh, Ramsey, yeah. before, and we can go to, in the train. Sounds like a great plan. I'm up. I'll text you after this podcast. Okay, let's finish that. there because I, we all, we, me and Ramsey now need desperately need to know where the, the venue of the next games is going to be. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining yeah. us today. And Ramsey, I'll speak to you tomorrow. That's, um, yes, I'm not going to put any money on anyone except uh, who am I going to go with? I'm going to go Adler. First. Yeah, why not? Adler oh. and and Lawson. Full Canadian. Full uh, fun Canadian. little joke. I, if I remember. Yeah, it would, it would be, be a great Canadian podium. I think I might be wrong, but I think in 2021, John started a joke and he would call Jeffrey Adler <laughs> Dreamy Adler. Like every time we would go around, it's like, oh, it's Dreamy Adler. And we're like, what? Well, they, so. <laughs> Breaking uh, Yeah, definitely. Oh. Okay, bye now. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks, Carmen. We'll see you in Madrid. And thank you for the insider gossip. Not all of it was on air. <laughs> Next time, we expect to get John Singleton, the head coach and founder of the program, for his take on the 2023 CrossFit Games. Until then, thanks for listening and bye bye. Don't miss the next episode. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Europe is Coming is a programme production and hosted by Vicky McLeod. <laughs>